Welcome to 15 Minutes with Dave Goodrich, where music is life. From the beginning, I've always had a deep love for music. I've spent my life creating and perfecting my lifestyle to surround it. My life is an adventure in song and sound, and I'm excited to share what I collect along the way. Join me as we discover new ways to live a richer, more satisfying lifestyle in music. I'm your host, Dave Goodrich. I'm a performing singer-songwriter, producer, and music coach. I want to help you get better at what you do. Hi, welcome back to 15 Minutes with Dave Goodrich. I'm so grateful for the people who are listening to the podcast all over the world. It's so cool to be able to connect with other musicians without borders. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. While you're at it, check out the preceding episodes where we've talked about things like great reasons to get a music coach and entrepreneurship in music. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the importance of maintaining your joy when you play, perform, or interact in the musical world. The joy thing is important to anything you do outside of the musical world as well. It's so easy to get caught up in day-to-day living. Even if you appear to be doing really well, the way you occupy your life can turn into a mechanical grind. And if you're not paying attention to where your heart is, you can find yourself and your audience in a place that's less desirable. It helps to love something if you want someone else to love it. And this definitely applies to your songs and your musical performances. And so it's important that you play while you play. And that conveniently is the title of this podcast episode. Whether you are performing on a regular basis or you are learning new material, it's sometimes easy to get into a rut. That mindset where you're just going through the moments and the movements and not really placing yourself inside of what's going on. How do you maintain focus, not only with your intellect, but with your heart? Whether you are practicing or performing seven days a week or once a year, there are ways to ensure that you are present in the moment and enjoying that moment second by second. Nobel Memorial Prize winning psychologist and economist Daniel Kahneman believes we experience about 20,000 individual moments in a waking day, with each moment lasting a few seconds. If you are bored or unsatisfied with what you are doing in your musical life, how many of those precious 20,000 moments are lost as they flow by without conscious engagement? How can you immerse yourself in your music and performance and have so much fun that your audience comes along with you? In The Power of Fun, How to Feel Alive Again, author Catherine Price says, True fun is the confluence of playfulness, connection, and flow. Whenever these three states occur at the same time, we experience true fun. So, how do we find that confluence, that ultimate place of fun that brings us joy and inspires others? There's no doubt that time is a factor in getting to a place of excellence in music. The 10,000-hour rule asserts that it takes 10,000 hours of practice to be excellent at what you do. I talked further about this in a previous episode. 
Of course, there are shortcuts to excellence, like getting a music coach or teacher and being around others who are working towards similar goals, but still, it requires time to get good. Sometimes you may need to repeat something over and over to get it right. This is where you can get into a rut. Some of us get detached from our hearts and are not even aware that we are in a rut and disconnected from the flow, even while on stage in the middle of a live performance. Your audience goes where you go, so you can drag them there with you, or some will even find a better place to go. Music that comes from the heart goes right to the hearts of others. So, what goes on inside of you becomes the storyline, the mood, and the color of what people hopefully will applaud. If you are thinking about whether you locked your car as you stand in front of 600 people to play a song you recently released, they may not get up and rush to the parking lot to see if they too have not locked their car but they could have the feeling of uncertainty without knowing why. Likewise, if you are not getting fulfillment while you are performing, your audience might be led to unfulfillment. When is the last time you went to a concert with the intention of being unfulfilled or bored, right? This is where the concept of play while you play comes into play. As musicians, some of us refer to performing, appearing, or working as playing. You might say, I'm playing at Constitution Hall, or I played a gig last night, and it was packed. The other meaning I refer to in play while you play is what we do to enjoy something. The most engaging and entertaining performers play as in playing a game, or let's go play in the ocean, while they play as in I played Madison Square Garden. Fun, right? Some of the most intelligent living creatures in the natural world and in the music world have one thing in common. They play to learn as well as to entertain. If you've ever noticed a group of kids in action, they are playing for the sheer fun of it. At the same time, they are learning to interact, developing coordination, or discovering the simple physics of throwing or catching a ball. They are preparing themselves for what's to come while being engaged, entertained, and entertaining. Much like most lively and productive adults, they are, with the exception of the occasional downtime for a scraped knee or some kind of boo-boo, playing while they play with joy. Even the boo-boos are factored into the learning process and can be entertaining, too. Early in my solo career, I started to get pretty busy. I had gotten a little recording deal, and I started recording an album of my tunes as a singer-songwriter. As I got more attention from press and venues and booking personnel, things got really steady, and I was gigging four or five or more times a week in the mid-Atlantic region. I hooked up with a production company that had me dashing from venue to venue and festival to festival. I was also functioning as a promoter and an agent in my local area to help bands that were going up and down Interstate 95 to have a quick in-between gig before hitting D.C., Philly, or New York. Busy, busy, busy. Because I had my own agency, I was able to insert myself into many venues. 
Things were good for a while until the grind sank in. I was hauling from one gig to another, sometimes two in a day. It was drive, play, and sleep, drive, play, and sleep. At one point, I had booked myself 12 straight days in a row, playing venues and festivals throughout the Mid-Atlantic region. Gig number six at a festival came around. I went through the motions and probably gave one of the least inspired performances ever. That night at the hotel, I started to feel unwell, and by morning, I had to retreat back to home and cancel the next night. The following day, I was taken to the hospital. I was so weak, I had to ask my publicist to cancel my gigs. In about 48 hours, I had lost 20 pounds of my weight, and it didn't seem to be stopping. I lay in my sterile hospital bed, pondering on what went wrong, and I narrowed it down to some bad shrimp in the green room of a wine festival I had played. The doctors tested me and found that I had contracted something related to tetanus that came from something I had ingested. Bad shrimp, right? Or was it? As I lay in isolation, with nurses only entering the room in full protection, I thought to myself, Okay, I'm done with this. I prayed to a higher intelligence, asking for forgiveness. I asked for healing, and on the fifth day, with some help from some great medical pros and the higher intelligence that I prayed to, I was released from the hospital. Before I started back gigging, there was some time to reflect on the train wreck that had derailed a pretty good run. I played in my head over and over what was going on during those days leading up to the illness that nearly killed me. One thing became clear to me, and that was that I was not playing while I played. I was not enjoying or appreciating each moment of the train ride. I wasn't greeting people, enjoying the notes that I was playing, or taking the time to relish the moments of connection to an audience. I was on this drive to succeed while forgetting the true nature of my fascination with music, songs, and connection. Following my illness, as new gigs started to roll in, I started to regulate the frequency. I also made a strong point to enjoy and have fun at my gigs, as if my life depended on it, because it did. I talked to the audience members, club owners, and people along the way. I got further into being present when performing and made sure I enjoyed the sounds that I made. My life became better in general as a result of my clear decision to play while I play. I attribute my meeting my wife to my changed view of musical life. She came to my gigs at a coffee place I played at regularly, and had I not gone through the life-threatening experience I had ultimately put upon myself. I would not have been playful enough to talk to her, grateful for that. So what's the moral of this story? Watch out for bad shrimp, keep a check on your performance schedule, and play while you play like your life depends on it. Because if you're a working musician, your life really does depend on it. As playwright George Bernard Shaw says, we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. 
So open up. Take a deep breath. Offer a smile. Relax and connect with the world around you. Become aware of all that you are sensing in the moment. What is calling to you or what catches your eye? How can you engage with that sensation and become more present? Look for the playful side of life. Find humor by looking at things from a new perspective. Make time to laugh and melt deeply into the moment until you become aware of the sparkle of life. From there, you will find the flow state that brings ease and joy into your performances and the rest of your life as well. Let life come alive for you and always find a way to play as you play. Let us know what you do to play as you play. Please go to the 15 Minutes with Dave Goodrich podcast private Facebook group page given in the show notes and share your tips and experiences with us. We love to hear from you. Until the next episode, much love and much music. To never miss an episode, click the subscribe button. To sign up for the 15 Minutes with Dave Goodrich newsletter, go to 15minutes.powersongtribe.media. That's 15minutes.powersongtribe.media. Presented by Power Song Tribe, a songwriting adventure company. Own your song, own your power. Someone's house